Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Zan Tyler podcast, where our goal is to help you thrive in your homeschool journey. Before we begin today's episode, I just want to remind you to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen or watch, including YouTube, and leave us a good review if this podcast has encouraged you. Leaving review helps other homeschool parents like you find our podcast. And as always, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Today, we're doing something a little different. A little while ago, we hosted a Facebook Live party to celebrate the one-year anniversary of the Zan Tyler podcast, but we never actually released that on the podcast. So I hope you will enjoy today's recording as we talk to Jenny Urich, Michelle Moody, Lanissa James, Eugenia Chisholm, Todd Wilson, Caleb, our producer, Kareem Morato, I, my grandson, John Lucas, Joe, my husband, and Nancy, my dear friend, who is a, a vital part of this podcast. We have a lot to celebrate. And most of all, we celebrate you. And thank you for being such an important part of our first year of podcasting. We hope you'll stay with us for what's coming up in 2024. Thanks. When my family started our homeschooling journey, there were so many decisions to make, but one of our best decisions was choosing to use BJU Press Homeschool. I've never seen my kids so excited to get textbooks before. I'm amazed by how interesting and interactive the lessons are. My kids actually look forward to them. We use the online video lessons for all our courses, but I know some families choose to teach from the textbooks. What I love is that I can trust BJU Press to uphold our values. The Bible and biblical principles are woven throughout each subject. I'll admit, I was a bit nervous when I started homeschooling, but I've found a wonderful online community of other BJU Press homeschool families and consultants. The Homeschool Hub also makes my job easier. I can set up our schedules and rearrange them with just a few clicks. On the dashboard, I can see each of my kids' progress, and the assignments page shows me quickly what's ready for me to check or grade. I'm glad my son's biology assignments are automatically graded. BJU Press Homeschool has given us the tools and confidence to homeschool our children. For more information, do what I did and visit the BJU Press Homeschool website or talk with your local HomeWorks consultant. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to our first anniversary celebration for the Zan Tyler podcast. I just want to thank Nancy Manos and Eugenia Chisholm for being the team at the scene that's making this all happen. So, so thank you so much, Nancy. It's good to have you here. You've been my partner in crime ever since the um, podcast started. This is so exciting. I am so proud of you and just this endeavor. It's been fun to be part of it this whole year and to see all the amazing things that God has done and all the things that you and I have both learned and just to see how God has used people that you already know, these experts and amazing people in the homeschool world that have shared their stories. And so this is going to be fun to celebrate. This is a, a milestone worth celebrating. And I'm really excited to be part of the one year anniversary. Well, thank you so much. And, you know, we have had a great year. It's um, funny how fast this happened. We started talking about it in May of last year. And in on August 9th, we went live. And so we're so thankful for all of you 
who have made it a successful year for the podcast. And, you know, numbers mean a lot with podcasts, but the main thing we're looking for is encouraging homeschooling moms and dads and kids in in their journey. So as long as someone's been encouraged, um, that's amazing for us. I want to ask you a question, Zan. Okay. Um, okay, so it's been a year. How did you feel when you started the podcast versus how do you feel after a year? What has this year-long journey been like? Well, you know, the first part of it was just, and we're going to talk to Jenny Urich in a minute because Jenny was such a great influence on me in terms of encouraging me for months and months to do a podcast. And um, and then I had a funny thing happen that kind of really put me over the edge. And we had Mike Knott, who is my big boss, and um, BJU Press come in, uh, BJU Press Homeschool come in as a sponsor. So it's been a lot of things falling in place. But boy, Nancy, for you and me, it's really been a learning curve. You know, I feel like this is my sweet spot. I love people. Um, I've been in homeschooling for 30 plus plus years. And so I have a lot of friends who have done a lot of um, amazing things in homeschooling. A lot of people with, know a lot of people with great stories to share. Every mom has a great story to share, I believe. And every mom is important in God's kingdom. And so it's just been a matter of um, the technology is always the biggest hurdle for me. But I have you, I have our producer, Caleb, and we'll be talking to him in a minute. And I have my husband, who, um, unfortunately for him, lives here and takes care of my technology. And so, you know, but it, I've never gotten tired of it. I've never thought, what are we going to talk about next week? It's just, I think that's been the biggest blessing of it. It's been a lot more work than I expected, but it's been a lot more fun, I guess, more rewarding than I expected to. And I feel like our friendship has grown so much deeper, just serving together in this way and me getting to support you behind the scenes. And um, just to be part of this has been really exciting. What has been the most surprising thing to you about podcasting? I went into this pretty quickly and I had no idea of how many hours I could spend a week on one podcast. So if I have a guest like Jenny, who's written books and she has a new book coming out, that means I read her book and I go to her website and I look at her on social media and I watch other podcasts she's done. Sure. So I try to do that with every guest to get an idea of what their message is, and what their heart is and, you know, and, and, and really just learning and researching. I love to read and research anyway. But fun. I love I love every part of it. Like you've inspired me to go listen to more people and to read more. And so you'll mention like, I just read so and so's book in preparation for this podcast. And then I'll go want to go learn more. So it's been inspiring to me even as a graduated homeschool mom. Zan, I'm gonna remove myself and watch from the background as you welcome your first guest. Okay, great. Thank you, Nancy. Hey, Jenny. Hi, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. If you were here, I'd know I'd get the biggest hug. Jenny, (laughs) the best hugs. She's only for you, Zan. Only for you. (laughs) Pick me up and twirl me around. I've never felt so loved in my life. We were in Michigan together and it was cold. I needed a good hug. 
So, Jenny, I just want to thank you because you started talking to me probably a year or more before we started podcasting. Um, and you kept saying, Zan, you got to do a podcast. You got to do a podcast. You were relentless. And, um, <laughs> but it really got me thinking about it and praying about it. Mike Knott came to me with Homeworks by Precept and he said, hey, you know, let's talk about this thing. BJU Press Homeschool came forward as a sponsor and Caleb is our producer. Nancy does social media. So the whole team just not fell into place. It was a lot of work and a lot yeah. of commitment, but um, you know, I'd have never been ready for that if it hadn't been for you. And I, oh. I really, really appreciate you so much. Oh, I'm so proud of you. It worked <laughs> out. And it seems like the people were meant to be there and meant to be in those spots. And what a team that you've built. It's so cool to see what you and Nancy have done together and Caleb and all of these people that you've talked to. Okay, I just had one of my kids go grab me a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's bluey. You had a balloon and Nancy's background was all partyous. So I was like, okay, I need something. Here we go. So, Jenny. You are a podcaster extraordinaire. How did you get into podcasting? <laughs> I got into it because someone asked me. They, I, I had started one a couple years back, but it wasn't the right season. So that's a big thing. I think when you're a homeschool mom, you need to know that you're, you're not walking away from your life. You're not walking away from yourself. You may be for a short period of time. And there's maybe a period of time where you can't get to kind of what your heart is calling you to, it's going to come later. And so I had started a podcast in my basement. I would put a little microphone hooked to my phone and I would just sit and talk to it for 20 minutes, but then the babies would be crying. It didn't work. And so I just left it there for a while. And I don't know, a year and a half later, two years later, someone messaged and was like, Hey, I have a book coming out. Can I be on your podcast? And I was thinking, well, like, I don't really have one. Like, I have one kind of, but I don't really have one. So I said yes, though, because I thought, what a neat thing to be able to come alongside someone who's launching a book, who's taken their life's learnings and putting it out into the world. And Zan, I was so nervous. I was so mad at myself for saying yes. <laughs> so mad. Uh, but it started there. And, and then it just grew. And I think it's really cool to look at the people that you've had on, you've had these 50 plus episodes and all these people that your life has intersected with on a deeper level because you've had this deep conversation with them and you're partnering with them with their message. And that part of it is really awesome. You know, you are so right about that because like you are my dear friend. Nancy is my dear friend. Eugenia, who's in the background for us today, is my dear friend. And 50, 40, 50 dear friends have been on with me this year. But when you really study somebody else's message and prepare for a conversation with them, it's amazing how much more invested in them you become. Like, I feel like I know you 10 times more than I did before. So I just have to say this. Your book, A Thousand Hours Outside, <clears throat> has been revolutionary for so many moms and you were my very first podcast after it, you know really encouraging me to do it and it was so great to start with a message that says here's somebody and one idea that can revol revolutionize your homeschooling if you're struggling so i just i want to thank you 
for your message and for being my first guest. And Oh, you know, it's such an honor. What a cool thing. I'm so proud of you. Look how far you brought it. Jenny, if you have one piece of advice you would like to give homeschool moms and dads or homeschool kids. Well, well I can't say anything besides go outside, right? Off brand. They go outside. I think you got to give yourself grace as a homeschool parent. The biggest thing that I talk about is when I talk to homeschool audiences is the fact that this does not have to take all that much time. And so you can do your lessons. You can use your BJU homeschool press materials. You can do your lessons and spend a little bit of time on it, but the rest of it's free. You are free to learn and to grow and to learn alongside your kids, to journey alongside of them. I think that kids thrive at home and that the parent is the best teacher for the child. And so it's going to be a good year. And even if you have bad days, you would be having bad days <laughs> otherwise too. That's the thing. You know, I I um I taught public high school for five or six years. I taught junior high before that. And people, parents still had bad days because there would be some, you know, hard things and kids are struggling with and no one can get to the bottom of what's going on. And so there's no sort of easy path. Parenting is hard. And so even if you have hard days when you homeschool, know that that's not out of the realm of normal. I give way too many answers. No, no, you don't, because we've got a few more minutes. One thing I love, Jenny, is your story about how frustrated you were as a mom and you felt like a mm. mom and the outdoors. I mean, the Lord brought the outdoors to your rescue. And I think that's a great story worth telling if you don't mind telling that real quickly. Yeah. I mean, I was just struggling with it. And I think partially it was due to the fact that I felt like I was failing from dawn to dusk and then through the night. You, you have, have little ones and they have, have a lot of needs. Littles at that point three little ones, three under three. And you're just having a hard, I was having a very hard time. And so what ended up happening was having an expansive period of time outside four hours, which is what Charlotte Mason was recommending all the way back in the 1800s. It really changed my whole mothering experience because when you go outside for an extended period of time, everyone finds respite and everyone learns and everyone grows and everyone's happy for a period of time. And so it really was something that is was foundational for those early mothering years. But now our kids, now Zan, I mean, we're, we're 12 years into this. It's way down the road and it still works. It still provides a way for me to be present with our older kids. You know, I don't need it anymore as much for the respite. They're not crying. They're not up in the night, that type of thing. But also it's really busy. And you know that, Zan, you get older kids and you could be running all the time. You could be driving to this, driving to that and never really connecting and also never really slowing down. And so I think it's so amazing how God provided his creation that works for infants and it works when you're 99 years old and it works all the way throughout those years you you are so right where can people find you so everything is 1000 hours outside we have a website 1000 hoursoutsidecom social media we have an app jenny just thank you again so much for everything you've been in my life and i know you have you have done that for thousands of people just spoken into their lives What a legacy and what a testimony you are. 
Congratulations. Thank you. I love you. Bye. I think we might be waiting for Michelle. Hey, Michelle. How are you? Happy anniversary. <laughs> Thank you. So, everybody, I want to introduce you to Michelle Moody. Michelle and I have worked together over the years on lots of different projects and gone to lots of different conferences together and just shared life together in so many ways. So Michelle, thank you for being here. Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm, um, I'm so thrilled that you have this podcast. Um, you know, like you said, we have known each other for a long time. We've been to a lot of conferences. I think I've heard you speak live probably 25 to 30 times. If you haven't heard Zan speak live at a conference, you have to. Thank you so much. Michelle was our 18th episode, and she the, the name of her podcast was The Transformative Power of Following Your Child's Interest. So give us some of your best advice for homeschool moms, but I love the idea that you always have of following the interest of your child as you educate them. That's a big thing that we did. Um, I've told, I think I shared the story about how I, you know, for the first two, two and a half years, I bored my son to tears in our homeschool. And I finally just looked at him and said, you know, what is it you want to study? And we just did that. And so I really, you know, encouraged parents to really look at what your child's doing in their spare time. Um, you know, my son was drawing robots with lasers and, you know, he kind of does that now as a living. And so <laughs> something that they were doing when they were four or five years old, um, it can really, you know, lead one thing leads to another and it just goes to the next level and the next level as they get older and you develop, they just take ownership of it. You know, we don't want it to be us projecting on them at that, you know, but we want them to take ownership and they will, you know, if this is something they're passionate about. So I really encourage parents to, to do that sometimes. Um, you know, I look at us as um, not just teachers, but we're kind of uh, facilitators and mentors, especially as they get older. We help them find those opportunities. You know, we look for unusual um, field trips uh, or books that they might be interested in reading that, you know, aligns with what they're interested in. You know, God gave our kids so many different talents and really, you know, we are um, tasked with helping them find those talents and, and developing them and feeling confident enough um, with with their abilities. So I think self-confidence is a, is a big piece of it. Well, that is so huge. Real quick, tell us a little bit about Homeschool Scientist, because I know that that's where people can find you now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm at the homeschoolscientist.com. And I just kind of um, fell into that. It was an unexpected path that my life took. And uh, we love to just develop activities for kids that are hands-on, that are easy uh, to implement. You know, one of the things I hear a lot from moms is they don't know where to start. Their ki they want their kids to do more science um, or their kids tell them, you know, I'm bored, I want something to do. And they're really looking for something kind of hands-on and sciencey for their kids to do. So we try to give moms and dads a, a place to start with that. If they're, if they're feeling a little intimidated, uh, we've got a lot of just free resources to come alongside parents in their curriculum. They want to take a day to do a, you know, a science afternoon with the family or whatever. So we're just there to add some fun, you know, to your day, to your homeschool. We were together in Greenville 
at the BJU Press Homeschool Biblical mm-hmm. Worldview Foundation. And you had just been in Bangladesh on a three-week missions trip. In 2019, I actually went to Bangladesh and lived there for several months and taught. And of course, we taught Bible. And then we all I also taught robotics. We took over some Lego kits and some We Do kits. We had gotten donations from all over, uh, from homeschool groups, from churches, and taught them uh, robotics. You know, they had never even seen Legos. So it was a lot of fun. And then I've been back several times since then to the same village school to work with the kids and do a little bit of science, teach a little Bible, you know, do what the Lord's called me to do. That's amazing. I know how many Legos you collected to go over there and teach science. To go over and share the gospel with all those kids, that's really amazing. Michelle, thank you so much for coming and sharing with us today, um, being my friend through thick and thin, and having so much great wisdom to share from your life. It is so much fun to share this anniversary with my friends who made, in so many ways, the podcast possible by being guests. Hey, Lanissa. Hey, Zan. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm wonderful. It's good. It's so good to see you. Yes, again. We, we just got to see each other in Maryland. Tell everybody what we were doing in Maryland together. Yes, yeah, Zan, you were just here. I was telling the family, I'm going to be live with Zan. They thought you were coming to the house, Zan. <laughs> I was like, you know. You know, my kids were all excited, right? <laughs> but Zan was just here in Maryland, and she was our keynote for our MACHI, Maryland Association of Christian Home Educators. We had a high school seminar, and Zan, you were just amazing. You're living life in your sweet spot, my friend. So tell us quickly about your goal as Outreach um, Director for the Black Community at HSLDA. Um, And about being a high school counselor. I think both of those things are so important. Yes. And like you said, I do have a lot of roles. I think all of my arrows are going in one direction in that it's about, you know, God, family and homeschool freedom. And um, when it comes down to homeschool freedom, I'm, I'm blessed to be one of the high school educational consultants at HSLDA. Uh, helping, you know, we have 100,000 members, lots of high school parents who are calling, want to know how to do high school and how to do it well. And an extension of that is also helping the Black community. And so I get to travel around the the nation, helping uh, pockets of Black homeschoolers and helping them understand what homeschool freedom is all about. And so it's just a fun, fun opportunity there. We're just having a blast. I think during COVID is when homeschooling really started to explode in the Black community. The Black community was probably the highest people group of growing homeschoolers during COVID. And just like many people who are home schooling during the pandemic. So many uh, people in the Black community learned that there's a better way. I've been homeschooling almost 20 years, but there are people who have just gotten started in homeschooling. And so we've just been really trying to ramp up the support to new Black homeschoolers uh, nationwide. And so you can find me at hslda.org. We love uh, helping homeschoolers. Um, of course, my lenissajames.com is below. I have my own website and just the James party of I, we used to be the James Party of Nine 
Zan, but we're the James party of 17. Pray for us, yes. okay? Tell us where those other eight figures came from. <laughs> They're puppies. We have multiple puppies. So our puppies had eight puppies. We went from spending 20000 in private education to $500 in homeschool books, and we've just never turned back. And um, having seven kids, I, I'm very passionate about helping people homeschool through high school. So if you're watching, I know you said some tips for our homeschool moms yes, out there. Yes us your favorite tip? Yeah. So my favorite tip is keeping the fun in home education, finding the community that makes you smile and finding the support that takes you to a finish line. Mm -hmm. I will tell you, it's great homeschooling my littles because I have a second grader and I have a middle schooler. But I will tell you, when you can homeschool through high school, uh, the relationships will last a lifetime. It is about academics, but it's about academics that are built on a strong, firm re relationship with your parents and your grandparents and your yes. children. And, and I mean, it's amazing, isn't it, the way relationships flourish in your home? We are blessed to um, have lived through when my kids were being able to homeschool alongside of their 94-year-old grandmother great-grandmother was wow. their great-grandmother wow. and amazing. i'm really excited that my grandmother's coming and she's 90 and so people are like are you homeschooling yep it's just history sit down and have a conversation with your great-grandmother and it's a blessing to be able to have freedom in education to um have your education really mirror what's going on in your family so we're going to have a whole week with their great-grandmother and there's just nothing more precious than that that's amazing Lenissa, i want to say this real quickly before you go jenny urich is on the state board for michigan uh, michigan homeschoolers and then Lenissa is helping revive machi in maryland a state homeschooling organization there and we just think state orgs are so important because they're a basis for support and they're the gateway of freedom and the keepers of freedom for homeschool freedom um, together with HSLDA. So Lenissa, I just want to say that your episode was number seven and yes. just released it when we went to the National Leadership Conference last year, the Alliance and also uh, HSLDA National Leadership Conference. And that was so fun for me to learn all the facets of your life which we can't do justice to in five or 10 minutes now. So I want to encourage people to go back and listen to the podcast we did together. Lenissa, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Zan. Congratulations. There's not a better party than the one-year party. And congratulations <laughs> on your podcast and the way you are sharing. It's so exciting to see you in your sweet spot. And I know that many years to come, you'll have some amazing guests. So thank you for taking the time to be here. I love you so much. Love you too. Bye for now. Hey, Zan. Oh my gosh, that was so much fun. You know, one of the things that you have talked about, I, I, innumerable times is the importance of relationships. We teach our kids science and math and grammar and history and ge geometry and geography and all the things. But it's really about the relationships that we have with our kids and discipling them to know and love the Lord. And so just share a little bit about that. Thank you, Nancy. It is and it's such a core thing about what you share and, and really for, for what all of us here today believe in. And that is that the Lord has given us children. They are a blessing from the Lord. And our first goal is to love them, lead them to Christ, help them understand they're made in the image of God and what that means. I mean, a, a two-year-old can understand that in a two-year-old way. 
and a 20-year-old can understand that in a 20-year-old way. And so as we um, develop their identity around Christ and we have community in our family, we can help them discover their God-given purposes, their giftings, their learning styles, their spiritual gifts, their, you know, the reason that God has put them on the earth. And so I think we're just in discovery mode with our children, helping them discover how God made them, not just so they can be selfish about it, but so they can use their gifts to serve others and glorify God. So I love books. I love curriculum. And I just want to take a minute to, to, to thank our sponsor again, BJU Press Homeschool and Homeworks by Precept for giving us a curriculum that's based on biblical values. And I'm going to talk about this in a minute with Eugenia. Um, biblical worldview, um, easy for parents in so many ways, and the support from consultants. Um, you know, I'm passionate about this is the love your kid movement, as uh, as Jim Mason said in one of his articles, another guest on the podcast. So <laughs> Awesome. Okay, I'm going to go and Eugenia's going to come in. Hey, lady. Hey, my friend. How are you? I am good. Congratulations. See, it just flew by just like that. Didn't it? Oh, I didn't know. And now we do what we do best and party in, right? <laughs> that is right. We have been on a few um, live event parties together in our day. <laughs> just a few, not many. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the party you're in charge of twice a year. We've already started on the next party, just planning and preparing. And we have over 10,000 in our, in our group. Uh, that attend our party and we just have a good time. I mean, I put out like 10 or 15 sharing threads and they're drawing threads where our community can share ideas with each other and encourage each other. And I just love to look through those threads at night. And then we have all kinds of speakers that you and I try to put together for everyone. Mm -hmm. And, And then our consultants, oh my goodness. They are just wonderful at helping our community out there. Um, and they come in and speak and, and do workshops as well. For those of you who don't know, the April party is five days, Monday to Friday, 11 to 7. The July party is three days, Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 7. And so, Eugenia, I know it's way too early for people to sign up for the April party, yeah. but just just tell them, you know, who sponsors it and how they can be on the lookout for that. Well, it's all BJU Press. It's all sponsored by BJU Press Homeschool. Um, that's who we represent. And if you stay tuned to our social media channels, but uh, of course, our map link, if you uh, go to homeschoolhelp.com and forward slash map, that will uh, tell you when that event is coming up. Um, we usually will post that sometime in February, early March, when when we're ready for the April party. And then um, usually when we're doing July, we post it around Ju- the 1st of July to let everybody know when that's coming so that they can plan. And of course, once you're in the party, you're registered for all the next, all the following parties. You were a consultant for many years with Homeworks by Precept. And so if you're looking for, we were just talking about help and support. So if you're looking for help and support um, in your homeschooling venture, somebody to pray for you and somebody to help you learn how to use the BJE Press material and their amazing um, 
videos. I think you used a lot of their videos with your kids growing up. Tell people how they can uh, find a consultant. They can go to our map. Uh, that's at the homeschoolhelp.com forward slash map. And you can click on your state and there's light blue dots on all of those states. You can click on one of those and it'll connect you right with a consultant. And so I just want to encourage everybody who's with us today. If you've ever had a hard day or a hard season with homeschooling, and if you haven't, you probably haven't been homeschooling, <laughs> um, then I would really encourage you to go back and listen to Eugenia's episode. It was it was really um, encouraging and and it helps us all to feel like we don't have to be perfect homeschoolers and we're not going to have perfect day after perfect day. But the Lord is going to meet us where we are, whether like Gina, you were caring for an elderly grandmother or your husband had a new job or, you know, you just have days where you struggle. So, yeah. And I would encourage you take one day at a time. Self-care is important. Putting the Lord first is the most important. And then just be in the moment, be in the moment with your child. Um, that's really important to cherish each and every moment. The academics will come, but those moments you will never get back. Mm, It'll be in the moment. Amen. Amen. Well, Eugenia, thank you for being here today and helping us. Thank you for being such an amazing friend. I'm so excited for you, Zan. Thank you so much, Eugenia. So I think now we are going to bring up one of my dear friends and everybody you know is the family man. Hey, Todd Wilson. <laughs> hey, it sounds like you're having a lot of fun already. So, Todd, you are one of mine and Joe's favorite people, you and Debbie. We love y'all so much, and we love your message for families. Um, we love the way you speak and encourage parents. Like, I know Todd needs no introduction here. You were my second guest. And you spoke about, you know, making sure we don't kill or don't be a dream killer, I think is what it was right, called. Right. But the thing that really drives me is because I see so many people, especially maybe as homeschoolers, maybe just as parents, where we get so afraid of our children's dreams, you know, or maybe it's not even their dreams. Sometimes we're upset that they don't have big enough dreams or they're not having any dreams of what they might do in the future. Uh, there was a, a girl who came up to my uh, wife this past uh, summer. We were at a big homeschool state convention. And she I think the daughter was about 19. And she asked what my daughter was doing. And uh, my daughter, Maggie. And Maggie, her ambitions are to be a mom and a wife, which are just wonderful ambitions. Uh, and so, but she was taking... Cause she didn't, she didn't know what she wanted to be or beyond that or do anything beyond that. So she was taking some, uh, some classes on how to do fingernails <laughs> and the daughter who was signed up to go to college, she said, you know, that's what I always kind of wanted to do. I wish my parents would have let me, you know, but you know, and that was, you know, because that wasn't as maybe as good or it didn't sound as good to say, yes, my daughter is going to be biomedical engineering. Um, and and sometimes, you know, I, I guess I just want for for my kids. I want for all the, the parents whose kids are listening or for the parents who have children to just be OK with the way God has made them, because mm -hmm. it's a great thing for a 
for a child to hear his parent hear his or her parents in the background cheering them on because sometimes they do pick things that the world doesn't quite get or they or they put it in different levels it's okay to be this but maybe not this mm-hmm. and you know i i just I, I mean, I could probably sit here and tell story after story of children who just wanted their parents to be okay with what God had had asked them to do. Or maybe they just thought that was what they were supposed to do. And they weren't even sure if that's what God wanted them to do. But, you know, just in the process, because who knows what you're supposed to be when you're when you're 18. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> right. That is the truth. So, Todd, one of the things I love that you talk about is that parents are the best teachers for their kids. Mm. And I believe that with all my heart. I know every mom listening, really, including you, you know, (laughs) thinks that's wrong. You know, and and they may say it, they may say it, and they know that truth. But deep inside, they have this, I, I think it's the enemy, whispering in their ears that say, are you sure? Are you sure they wouldn't be better off if somebody else were doing it? Are you sure they wouldn't be better off if you weren't, you know, and I, am I I ruining my kids instead of blessing? Exactly. And I'm like, and to me, an outside observer, I'm like, your kids are ahead just because they had you as their mom Mm -hmm. because God, and I'm not just basing that on because it's a cute little thing. Because really, it's a theological truth that I believe God Mm. gave your children exactly the mom they needed. Mm. And I just want to remind moms of that because I I think the enemy, through lots of voices, you know, sometimes those voices sound like our best friend or some well-meaning mother-in-law, you know, that sometimes (laughs) we're not too sure if that is true. When we first started homeschooling, you know, we didn't know anybody in the world homeschooling and I was threatened with jail. And every day there was a new person to pile on me about why I was ruining my kids. Right. And so it was like I had this internal alarm clock set at 2 a.m. I would wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning. And Joe's my best bud in addition to being my husband, you know. So I know he wants to talk about this with me every day. 4 o'clock, you know. Joe barely wants to talk. (laughs) (laughs) But not at 2 o'clock. That's right. So, um. So at one morning, this had been going about six, six weeks or six months. I don't know how long. Joe looks at me and he says, Zanny, Jesus is always away. <laughs> but it hurt my feelings, but it really did change my prayer life because I would get up to every morning and just pray until the Lord gave me strength and peace. And so, you know, we need to pray. We need people like you speaking those positive things into our hearts and minds where that conversation's always going. And really, that's why I talk to dads and to other moms, because I think we need each other to remind each other of that truth Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, Todd, where can people find you? Well, they can find me at thesmilinghomeschooler.com. Or if you have a husband uh, who needs some encouragement, they can come to familymanweb.com. When I was growing up, you know, I grew up, grew up in a good Southern family. I can mother, tell the way you say July. <laughs> July. That's right. I was hoping you just say it a couple more times because it's fun to hear you say it. You're just jealous. <laughs> I, know, I know. But my mother would always tell us, you know, you can say anything you want to to your sisters, but you have to say it with a smile. 
Now, I'm not saying this is the best advice, but we'd say, <laughs> I hate you, Sybil. <laughs> right, right, right. Say, well, I don't like you. And, you know, uh-huh. so, anyway, so then we'd be laughing. You can't stay mad. But I can remember being in the legislature, and they would always say, Zan, no matter if the world was falling down around you, you were always smiling. And I wanted to say, yes, that was my default training <laughs> as a Southern girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know. But So every time I see the smiling homeschooler, it makes me happy. <laughs> that's good that's what we want that's what we want well todd thank you for putting up with all my frenetic um frantic e- texts and emails because you always make it a party thank you todd bye everybody oh my gosh he's so fun i know right <laughs> i was reminded thinking caleb's next that the one time i've been a guest on your or co-hosted or whatever several times on your podcast and um caleb had encouraged me to wear um headphones or earbuds or whatever and i had airpods and it was i was just recovering from a cold if you remember it was before we were doing video thank goodness and i started coughing so i kept muting myself while you kept talking i coughed so hard the airpod went flying out of my my ear and it disconnected me from so poor caleb's in the back like what's happening (laughs) and uh, i just you know we've had some funny moments about like in the background that we've laughed about and it's been a lot of fun, not for those reasons necessarily, but I love that we laugh, whether it's a a phenomenal day or a challenging day. And I just love that you find joy in all that you do to serve and encourage parents. And so thanks for letting me be part of it. Oh my goodness, Nancy, we could not do this without you. I know Caleb will attest to that when he comes on. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm so good. It's this is so comfortable to me because this is my nine to five is hanging out with you. <laughs> so, there's more people watching right now. That's the only difference. This feels this feels very normal. That's right. Usually it's just you, me, and Nancy and Joe. That's right. And Joe. Joe. Joe's usually off to the side, and then he saunters in. So yeah. So Caleb is my producer. He was also the pr- producer of the Homeschool Awakening, yes, um, a homeschool movie. And, um, but Caleb, you have been so remarkable to work with. Oh, stop it. So, (laughs) (laughs) and I know I haven't been the easiest cookie to work with. That is, ladies and gentlemen, that is not true. Zan is a dream. All my kids know her. So Caleb decided to homeschool when he was making a movie about homeschooling. Before that, he said, no way, Jose. Yeah, I did think homeschool was a fringe thing for uh, crazy people because I didn't understand what homeschooling was. I thought that was just for people who like to go to the courthouse and try to get bills passed to allow them allow them to homeschool. Like, you know, those nutcases. No, those are my those are my heroes now. I would say a lot that I've learned is from your guests. One, you've been teaching them since they were born, so no matter what you think, you are always qualified to teach your children. That's a big one. I think there's a lie that you were unqualified and you are absolutely qualified to be a homeschool parent to Melanie Wilson, episode 52. Um, she said something really powerful about the word of God and homeschooling and that, uh, Jesus is very clear that the word of God, like is, it's the bread of life. He, he relates, uh, his words and the words of the father to food frequently, right? It's a big thing. It's, and so Melanie Wilson said something really great. She said, you don't just eat at five o'clock in the morning 
and sustain yourself. You need to snack and eat all day long. And I think that is so true with homeschooling. So being in the word in the morning, but then sprinkling the word throughout the entire day. I think a third one, this is just a nerd, is uh, Alex Newman, episode 45. Then I learned that homeschooling is a, it's, it's a right, but it's also a privilege and rights are frequently taken away. Mm -hmm. um, I learned from Alex that really the whole country was homeschooled and kind of Christian private schooled until a public school was invented. And slowly, eventually, the, the core natural way to educate our children, the parents, became illegal. So I learned that never take what we have for granted. Um, and this might sound a little political, but I think it's really important. You need to be involved. This freedom can be taken away because this is a privilege and it's such a, it's like the best privilege, but yep. Those are, those are my big three. Oh, that's great, Caleb. Well, listen, I cannot thank you enough for helping me and teaching me it has been probably some of the most rewarding work I've ever done in my entire life. So it is a privilege. It's an honor to work with Nancy and it's an honor to work with you. Um, I'm going to reiterate that Nancy crushes it with show notes and descriptions. And we work as a fluid team, just doing our best to help moms, dads, grandparents, and kids. Mm -hmm. 10 more years, 10 yeah. more years. And, and that, that's right. And thank you, Caleb. Thank you for everything. Give Stephanie and the kids a hug. Now, I think we have Kareem Murado coming up. Hey, Kareem. Oh, 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 hey, where's the piñata? Oh, piñata? I know. I should have gotten a piñata. My grandson, who is here to come on board in a minute, would have loved it. I know. Congratulations. Bravo. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Gracias. Gracias. You know, you're the only person I ever speak Spanish to out loud in Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> you have been in Bolivia, my friend. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, I was so thinking so much about you, Sam, because these parents were so inspiring, listening to their conversations and saying, if we have to go to jail, we will go to jail to defend our rights to homeschool. So it just reminded me you so much about you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, we need to get that book translated in Spanish so they can read it. Oh, thank you so <laughs> much. Kareem is one of my dear, dear friends. She's the, the cultural outreach director for the Hispanic community at HSLDA. And so we have been involved. BJU Press Homeschool sponsored a Hispanic summit where we brought in Hispanic leaders from around the country and just met for a couple of days. But just tell us a little bit about your heart for homeschooling. Oh, wow. So my heart starts with my own children. I mean, you know, it's just this full circle where my husband gave me the crazy idea to homeschool my kids. And and, he, and I was like, where did you get that crazy idea? Idea loca. And he's like, <laughs> from Bolivia. And I was like, Bolivia. And then he told me missionaries in Bolivia, when they go to Bolivia, they never send the kids to school and they, they homeschool. They do the work that God calls them to do and they stay home with the kids. And that's how I was introduced to the concept of homeschooling. And now imagine 30 years later, we go back as a homeschool ambassador. So that's our heart. Our heart is not that, you know, telling parents uh, homeschooling is not a system. It's, um, you know, a way of life to live as a family, learn 
and really not be uh, about your limitations as a parent, mm-hmm. but as mm-hmm. the potential f- f- that your kids have. And that has been our testimony. You know, when when people see my kids, no, you know, I, I, I really have nothing to say about homeschooling. Uh, I just need to show my kids. I know that my kids are perfect. My kids are not perfect. They're very imperfect. Uh, but uh, but people want to know how did you do it. Uh, everybody knows that Spanish is my first language. That's right. My second. And so, you know, usually when people see you, oh, you have an accent and you are not from here, they see your limitation and they don't see, okay, this is not about your limitation. It's about your kid's potential. But then they see the kids and they're like, how did you do it? So that's my message. My message is right. You know, here in the United States is for Hispanics to, 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 to share the message. There is another way to educate your children. And then outside international is parents learning. You know, the government is not the only way to educate your kids. Private school is not the only way. There are other ways. And that's a completely new concept for the Hispanic culture. Kareem, y'all have done such a good job of getting the word out. I love the podcast we did together, and I'm just going to give people the name and the number of the podcast. It was episode 18, Hispanic Homeschooling, Culture, and Community, and you talked a lot about generations working together. And so it's not the thing I love about you, Kareem, when you talk about your culture and you talk about generations learning together, we all benefit. This is not, you have not shut yourself off from um, people from other communities, and you have taught me, you've brought communities together, and I love that about you, and I hope Mm -hmm. people will go back and listen to your podcast. But I want to tell you one thing uh, that is culturally, you know, we Latinos like food, right? Um, So I say that when you look at your schedule, that are, you know, have a schedule and say no to distractions, say yes to family experiences and learning experiences that are meaningful. But, you know, make sure that you reserve a space to eat at least one meal together. Mm. Uh, you know, Hispanics, we are all about being together, eating together <laughs> a lot. And that's yeah. one thing that my husband and I, you know, always protected. We protected our schedule to have margin, breathing time, and, and that meant that we needed to have at least one meal together every day. It was non-negotiable. And that, you know, and the kids, they don't remember the subjects, you know, everything they learn, but they do remember that one meal that we have every day together, uh, eating together and talking and connecting. And, you know, I think that homeschooling without connection is just a school and you don't want to have school. You yes. want to have connections. So yes. I just want to share that piece of advice that's my latina heart my latina stomach my kids are latinos they like to eat well but you know take that advantage they're having that opportunity to be to homeschool and have a flexible schedule to make sure you share that one meal together and have have time to connect amen hold on um kareem i want you to meet my grandson come over here down with this how'd you get your name Oh my God! Don't, don't don't ask me. My mom got it from a newspaper. Can you believe it? It's nothing inspirational. <laughs> from Kareem Abdul Jabbar. <laughs> I know. It's like that looks cute. Hey, listen, Kareem. Thank you so much for being with us. And they can follow me on Instagram. Okay, Mor- good. Morato Kareem. Follow me, and you will find what I am doing for in with the Hispanic community and leaders and what's happening there. 
Thank you for having me. Adios. Uh, adios. John Lucas is my 11-year-old grandson. And so, John Lucas, you surprised me one day by telling me. Uh, so, one day, we, I think we were in the car, right? Uh-huh. Um, so, I had been listening to my grandmother's podcast for a while, and we were in the car, and she was, I think you were talking about it, and we bring it up, and I was like, oh, yeah, I listen to your podcast. It's really great. Um, I can just relax and listen to it. So, it's a really great thing to get into, you know? So, I was just so shocked that my 11-year-old grandson was listening to my podcast. So I think he might be my most faithful viewer. And it means so much to me, John Lucas, that you listen. You know how much I love you. So um, so I don't mean to embarrass you on the air, but I'm still going to love you and love you. So tell them who your favorite podcast guest was. I like a lot of them, but I think what hit me most was like the Heidi St. John. I just loved learning about homeschooling and that perspective and how I could just sit down and learn. Hey, John Lucas, thank you so much. I'm going to bring Joe on board. Sit in your lap. Yeah, Joe, you, go, you come over here. So, Joe, what do you think about the podcast? Um, I think it's great. I, I, I mean, this medium is really incredible to think that you can, in your own home at your desk, uh, do something that goes worldwide. You're like number four in Albania, right? <laughs> Honduras, Albania, and um, we've been ranked in Japan and Canada. I mean, it's, it's just really, hilarious. It's really fun to get on there and see the reach from home. I know, I know. It is, it is really amazing. You know, I think the thing that it means the most to me, Joe, is the way you talk with me about each of our guests. So many of the people we have on the podcast are friends we have in common. And um, so I love that sometimes Joe will just pop in and ask a few questions and then pop back out. And um, and then we have a couple of podcasts that we've done together, one about our story. And then there was another one, we two we did together on our story, just our homeschooling story of, mm. you know, how we were threatened with jail and all of that. And then there's another one. Well, you know, that is the thing. Anybody, no matter how uh, mundane, common, simple, their lives seem to be have incredible stories because the way God uh, works in our hearts and brings us to a place is is uh, miraculous. Glad I to do, do this without you. Thanks for thanks for writing this script for me. You made me sound very human. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Joe makes us all laugh. I, I it's amazing. <laughs> This has been really fun. What a fun way to celebrate one year. And I thank each one of you who listened to the podcast and encouraged me to keep going. Thank you so much. I believe that each one of you are a vital part of God's kingdom. And I thank you for being here with me today. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, Zan, for all you do. And uh, we'll see you in a little while, I'm sure. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. God bless. And we will see you again on the podcast.